I'm Dr. Barry, licensed psychologist, and we're going to hop right in. Are you interested in breaking mental health stigma? Are you looking for more information about mental health topics? This may be the channel for you. Here I cover a variety of topics. I am Dr. Patrice Berry, licensed clinical psychologist, and my areas of expertise are adoption, trauma, anxiety, and depression. Anytime that I talk about a major news story or something that's popular within entertainment, the thing I will always promise you is that I will add some tips at the end, because I think it's really important as we're talking about, as Will Smith is doing some interviews and promoting his new movie and talking about the incident that happened at the Oscars, I think it's really important that we talk about how to manage anger because sometimes we can look at somebody else's situation and think, oh, I would never, oh, that would never be me. Or we create the separation. And instead, I'd like us to take a look at, okay, what are some things we can learn from this? What are some things we can do different? And so I will be talking about some tips to manage anger. There were two recent interviews that I will link in the description. One was a Fox interview where Will Smith talked about the fact that people might not be ready to see him in a movie right now. People might still be very hurt by the incident at the Oscars or just changed their opinion. I don't know. Like some people might not be ready to see him in a movie right now. And he gave people not permission, but what I'd like to say is that he opened the door that, hey, if people aren't ready to see him in a movie right now, that they can not see the movie. Not that they needed his permission, but often, especially if I you know, was the person putting on the movie, you wouldn't want your lead, somebody that you know is very important within the movie, you would not want them to really say that. I think he did have to acknowledge that one of the consequences of what happened at the Oscars might be that he might lose some fans. He might, some people might not support him in a way that they, that they did before. For me personally, I've just sat back and watched from just a lay person. So just a general, just me as Patrice, and then me as Dr. Barry, as a psychologist, looking at how everything was handled after. And each person gets to make their own decision on whether they're comfortable supporting him or not. I did like the most recent interviews that I've seen. Nobody's perfect uh, because during the Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, during that interview, Will Smith was asked about, you know, people were debating of was this always really him or did he step out of his character within that moment? And um, he really did talk about the fact that he lost it. And that brings me to my very first tip with anger is we first have to acknowledge that we're feeling it and emotions show up in our body and having that connection with. So I know when I start to get angry, my hands start to feel warm. My stomach might start to feel tight. Um, I, I start to feel it within within here. And um, so for each person to know when they start to get angry, what's that reaction? If I get so angry that like tears, if I start crying, I know I need to step away because I am mm, like, okay, I, I need to step away. Because when we push it down, when we try to act like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, I can handle this. Oh, everything's fine. 
what it's doing is it's bubbling up under and what can happen. And I don't know what happened in this situation, um, but I have seen people project emotions that were meant for one situation onto something totally different where it looks like the reaction is just, you're like, what? But you don't know that things have been building up over time that this person hasn't been dealing with. And then they just unleashed it all on one unsuspecting person. And so as a parent, I try my best that if I've had a bad day, so I come home and I need to just wash off the day, take care of me, but I can't take out what's happened in my day on my family. And um, if something's going on in me, so when I get angry, I first look at, is this this situation or is this something else? Because sometimes when we get angry, it's this situation is similar to some situation that kind of hurt us in the past. And it's really important because I don't want to, because maybe this current situation is like, a three or four out of 10, but the situation it's similar to was like a seven out of 10. Like maybe it was a really, but the same emotion is coming back up again. And so scaling the situation to say, how do I really feel about this incident? What is going on? And that takes time. So that's not something you can do in like a second, in a moment. Like sometimes that that self-reflection, it can, it can, it can take time. And uh, what works for me might not work for somebody else, but for me, stepping away and breathing, maybe going to the restroom or just stepping, just stepping away, drinking some water, just stepping away from that to just do a self-assessment of what's going on. Because when we're angry, your thinking brain shuts down. So anger triggers the amygdala. That is the part of our brain. It's almond-shaped, and it is our fight flight, freeze, or fawn response. And fawn is that people pleasing. Because sometimes what we think is, oh, I don't have conflict. So that means my relationships are all healthy. When no, like actually a sign of a healthy relationship is to be able to have some conflict, but appropriately talk about it, to have good boundaries, to be able to, if we disagree, how do we handle it when we disagree? And so being able to know that the absence of conflict does not mean that something is healthy, that really we can grow through some things. Now, some say some offenses, some situations that happen are so egregious where it's like, oh, no, we are not growing through this. I am not going to have a relationship with that person. And I'm totally like, sometimes that is exactly what it what it comes to, because um, I'm using this one situation and generalizing it. And being able to just take that step back and because then I own my emotion. So that's tip number two. Own your anger. So many times people come into my office and they're like, they triggered me. They did this. They made me react this way. They, they, they. And so the fact that Will Smith started with, I lost it. He didn't say like, oh, he didn't blame someone else. He said, I lost it. And being able to own, that was my behavior. Because I can't control what other people say. I can't control what other people do. So there is this graphic that I will find about what is in my control and what is out of my control. And when I focus on managing my emotions, managing myself, 
that is so helpful. And it actually is freeing and gives you peace. When you try to control everything and everybody else, you are going to be frustrated. You are going to be overextended because it's not my job to control how other people feel. People get to feel the way they feel. They are responsible for their feelings. And um, I can support and encourage. I can do my best to not intentionally hurt people, but I can't do it for them. I can't do everything. And so knowing our limitations and that, okay, this situation. So I know for me, if somebody was saying something about my child, that would probably be like, that's probably who, oh no, or criticizing me as a parent. And criticism and feedback can sound really familiar. (laughs) So somebody can be giving feedback, but I might hear it as criticism. If maybe it's pushing a button, that's a sensitive topic for me. So feedback is about what I'm doing. Criticism is about who I am. So if somebody is saying, you know, you're a bad mom because you, that is criticism. Feedback is like, hey, have you considered this? Or, well, well, this might, or, oh, I noticed this. Have you thought about this? Because sometimes what I do is then I try to make meaning of it. And that's where you might hear the criticism. But was the person focusing on what you did? or Were they focusing on who you are? Because criticism focuses on who you are. Individuals who have experienced trauma, that amygdala, that fight, flight, freeze, fawn, that survival brain might be more active, might be more easily triggered. And that's not said to excuse anything. What it does is it helps me understand, okay, why someone might. So if I have a child that has had a history of some negative things happening and they're struggling adjusting, they might get a little bit more angry. And it's not that this is a bad child or there's something wrong with this child or this child needs more discipline. I might need to teach them some more skills. Like we might need to get to the bottom of whatever is under that anger. So within psychology, we talk about anger being a secondary emotion. And an activity that I do with the client sometimes is the iceberg where we talk about, so like yelling, screaming. So like there are parts of anger that we see, and then there are parts that we don't see. And that secondary portion is often what's really under it. Is there really hurt, betrayal, abandonment, fear? What is really under that anger? And with that situation, I don't I don't know. I can't speculate to what was really under it. Only the individual in that situation can. But I do want to say that identifying that root, getting to the bottom of it. And based on the interview with Trevor Noah, it did seem like Will Smith described some rage coming up. And maybe he had started dealing with some of the past um, domestic violence that he had witnessed and some of the past issues. And that does not excuse anything. And people do have consequences for for, the, for their behavior. Um, but I do think that just knowing that, okay, I'm more easily, like my anger, I'm getting more irritable easily. That might point to one of my next points about seeking help and support. I might need to talk to somebody. I might need to sit down with a professional and for us to talk about, hey, what are some things? And we can develop a plan for me. So what works for me to manage my anger 
won't work for you. Uh, so for me, music, walking away from the situation, sometimes crying. So crying gives you that release. Um, because sometimes you get so mad, you feel like you want to cry. Well, sometimes letting those tears fall, letting that emotion come and go, that can sometimes be be incredibly helpful. And um, the way that I try to engage my thinking brain, because so this is the prefront, prefrontal cortex, and this is where we plan. We um, So this is our more organized part of our brain. That amygdala, that's just straight reaction. Like It's just... <laughs> no thought. And so when people ask, like, what were you thinking? And the person says, I really wasn't like they're they're not lying. Like when you are in those situations, there's a primitive part of our brain. Now, we don't want to stay there because you can get yourself out of that place quickly. Um, and so I'm once again, not excusing, but just helping explain like, hey, like, how can my child say they didn't know, like, it, like they, they're not lying. Like they really might not know why they did something and being able to help someone slow down and create a larger gap between stimulus and response. And that comes from the work of Dr. Viktor Frankl. Uh, he talked about within that gap is choice. And when there's very little gap between situation and my response, but if I can increase that gap between what happened and what I did, I can make a more healthy, I can make a better choice in those moments. And um, and so there are things um, within my book, Turning Crisis into Clarity, I will have a link for that down below too. Talk about some really practical tips, some practical resources and tools that people can use. Because in coming out of a storm and coming out of situations, we sometimes picked up survival things that helped us get through it. But now that we're out of the storm, it doesn't serve us anymore. So if I live in a very cold place and to survive winter, I need a really, really heavy coat. But now it's summer and it's like 100 degrees outside wearing that heavy coat is going to hurt me, but I might have trouble letting it go because it helped me survive that other time. And so that's where truly partnering with, with the right person and asking questions. And I have a whole playlist on how to find a therapist and um, because finding the right person can be incredibly important. If I know that anger can be an issue at times, then making sure that I have a crisis plan, having a plan for when, what can I do? What is that plan? And practicing that plan when I'm calm, because in the moment you're going to do what you always did. And so it's really important, whatever those tools, whatever those resources are, that I practice them when everything's okay. Because if I only use it when I'm upset, when you, it's going to be a lot harder. And often people, they might start to really blame themselves and maybe lose some hope that they can change. And so really practicing when everything is okay can be incredibly helpful. I hope this was helpful. If you have other things that you would like to hear my opinion on or for me to talk about, please put that down below. I really do look at those comments and I do try to create the type of content that y'all want to see more of. If you like this content, you can subscribe and you can also follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I hope you have a great day.